You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, buns, buns. Hello, lovers. Welcome to You Gotta Love It, the show where you tell us and the rest of the world the things that you love that we might have missed, the show where you can come to discover the best things you never knew existed, and the show where you can force us to sit through the worst entertainment you can find and say, well, you gotta love it. I feel like I gotta fix that a little. I gotta make make it clear that entertainment is like air quotes. Yeah. It's hard to communicate air quotes. Um, my, I've sound, lost you know? I've lost my, my sarcastic edge. Yeah. The worst entertainment you can find. Yeah, there you go. Uh, anyway. Banging it out. Well, that was loud. Yeah, uh, sorry. My name is Koji. I am a part-time coliseum fighter hmm. and full-time uh space robot question mark yeah i don't know i think it's supposed to be a robot but i also feel like there's something more to it had we whatever we'll get Delve into deeper. that yeah um and with me as always is my good friend and survivor of the infinity war andrew patterson yeah, yeah. fucking that was great that was a great movie. We just saw Infinity War last night. I didn't like We're it. We're not going to talk about it, though, at all. I hated it. No, you didn't. No, I didn't <laughs> Full hate shit. it. Uh, today's topics are... We're doing an all-VR episode. All-VR everything. The hidden gem... It, I suppose... You know, it's, I feel, though, like because not everybody has access to VR, it's almost like... They're all hidden gems. Everything's a hidden gem. Well, yeah. it's good in VR. This uh, is, other than the things that are fucking stank ass shitty vr games well so this is literally the highest rated vr game of all time that we were trying i did wasn't aware of that so it's, it's called not, lost echo uh last echo or last lost, echo? lost echo i think you're i think it's lost echo uh and then there's also an addendum to it which we didn't play which is actually free to play echo arena mm. which essentially is um Oh, well, I'll get into that in a second. So the, the game, the hidden gem, um, Lost Echo, is you are a robot in a space station that has essentially two hands, and that's it. But you learn how to navigate the space station. Something's gone awry. There's like an anomaly in space, and you have to repair the station. Uh, we haven't gotten any further, so if there's like any sort of hidden secrets uh, in the game... We didn't get that far, but I will say that um, I know that there's more to the story. It's kind of like half movie, half video game. But you are floating around in this uh, weightless environment using your hands to navigate. So you grab onto handles and walls and floors and whatever, and you can push off. Uh, Because there's no gravity, you can move into any direction. Right? And then you can kind of scan stuff and whatever. But it's uh, it's an interesting take on locomotion in the vr world you know because it doesn't you can stand still and play this game yeah which is uh yeah i don't know it was it was pretty cool it was, i found it very disorienting at first but i frankly i don't i can't remember the names of any of them but the last couple of years at e3 they've shown games that look similar to this with like there's that one where there's all the plants and water floating around in a space station right you know what i'm talking about it yeah kind of like gravity uh, like gravity, the game, like there's something, and this is kind of a similar thing, but, uh, except with that game, cause I have it, we, we played it once or twice. Uh, you have your, your 
spacesuit had thrusters. Right. So you were kind of using those thrusters to float around, whereas in this game, you're grabbing onto stuff and pushing off, and it seems to make more sense to your brain. Lone echo, not lost echo or last echo. Oh, lone right. echo. We're the worst. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's definitely, uh, it requires a little bit more, it's more engaging, I think. You do have thrusters on your wrists. Yeah, but they don't even last that long. It's just to help you along as opposed to like your main mode of transportation. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know that we spent maybe enough time with it to really delve too deeply, but I will say that I feel like we're still in the such early stages of VR. Yeah. Um, but it kind of it, feels it's still like... Every little thing is very exciting, you know? Like, it's like when you played uh, in the 16-bit era, right? Or the 8 to 16-bit era, and you're like, wow, Mario, this is, like, amazing. It was, like, super addictive. It was just so mind-blowing mm -hmm. for different reasons. Just sort of the, the nature of a platformer, and, you know, he hadn't really done anything like that before. Then Sonic came out, and it was, like, added speed, you know, and these crazy, like, loop-de-loops, and that was, like literally one of the like when you played that that which now seems so basic yeah and just like you almost don't even notice it and then 3d and then so on and so forth you know and each sort of generation of gaming has added something that's kind of like to to non-gamers might just be like okay whatever but it's super exciting to people that have kind of been following so vr right now like when we played this game like the level of interactivity for example the way that you move around the environment is amazing but also just there's a there's this woman who is an astronaut on the station with you seemingly the only human there's a bunch of other robots but yeah um you know that they programmed all of that interactivity like you can yeah. if you you, you so can like, like annoy her with stuff and she'll respond she'll like, like swat you out of the way or if you throw things at her she'll like grab at them before they get to her yeah it's like so it's so weird and they she looks you right in the face and talks to you mm -hmm. and whatever it's, it's just super interesting but I don't know if you remember uh, a while ago we played the climb. Yeah, and this Yo. is this game is kind of like the climb, except there's no gravity, so you're not just grabbing onto a rock wall and pulling yourself up. You can like push and pull yourself in any direction, and it doesn't confuse you. Right, and I really appreciate I, that. This game just a cursory Google search reveals that it appears to get quite crazy, <laughs> like. Really, like, it looks nuts. It's not just, like, floating around inside a space station. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's cool. What, uh, one thing that I really liked about this game, kind of elaborating on that movement thing, is I've found that uh, more attention to how you move through environments has become something that I'm really keyed in on in, in gaming in the last couple of years, as, like, yeah. weird as that is to say. Like, I well, remember... Well, in VR, it's specifically an issue. Right. But I think that that's forcing people to think about it in a different way than they you know you could very easily it became almost lazy 3d environment this is how you move a character through a 3d environment for like right. the last like decade you know what i mean like it's not there's nothing really revolutionary about it even yeah. like a game like final fantasy 15 where you could like throw your sword like it would it would, you could warp to like different locations yeah doesn't feel particularly groundbreaking it's just kind of like an added ripple to like a combat system but games like Mirror's Edge, which did it a long time ago, but then Mirror's Edge Catalyst. I, I, the, what I love about that game is that they added that open world aspect to it, but I felt like they did a really good job of 
I don't know. I just feel like I feel like by and large gaming has gotten very lazy. I think we've talked about this before. Like yeah. indie gaming is an area where people are putting more effort into like rethinking the core elements, like actual gameplay, not just like making something that looks stunning or maybe has a great story or whatever. But games like Mirror's Edge and then recently, which I recommended a couple of weeks ago, Gravity Rush, like Gravity Rush 2, you know, they're they're still kind of bound by the limitations of a non-VR interaction. You know, sure. like you're still interfacing, the interface is still like a control, like it's like a paddle. But like Gravity Rush is cool because you know, with a single button, you can essentially turn off gravity. Yeah. Similar to this game, you move through environments by falling in a direction, yeah. which I thought was like a really interesting, and, and it's fun. Like they managed to do it in a way where, well, while you were playing this game, did you feel like you were floating in space? Because like, there yeah, was a, it made me feel pretty na- nauseated. There was a, there was <laughs> I, a point where, well, there was a point where, in a good, in a good way, like yeah. it was cool. When I was playing it, I wasn't even thinking about that. I was standing in a room. I was just like grabbing at things and like, pushing myself off other things to grab at other things. And what's even more interesting uh, about this, and I wonder if it'll ever become an actual competitive uh, eSport, is they have a version of this game called... um, Lone Echo Arena? uh, Echo Arena. Right. And what it is, is it's essentially the game from... Oh, shit. What's that book series slash movie? Ender's Game. Okay. Where you're like in that you know, big space and that those discs that they kept showing you where they were getting you to throw them into the goal. Each team has a goal on either side and there's like a bunch of, of those things like, you can grab on those pylon things. Okay. And you can like push yourself off and like oh, grab onto amazing. another one, grab the disc and like toss it to your teammate or toss it at the goal or whatever. That's really cool. And I think it's like four on four or five on five and you play online. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. How crazy. Like it's, it's pretty amazing. So crazy. It is crazy. I think it's just like again, the price is like the hurdle for most people, but you know, it's only a matter of time it feels like like the this It's getting cheaper now. I think yeah. it's like $300 or something. Right, but still you it's need like the computer, it doesn't have the push behind it that I think that, you know, right now there's such a golden it's such a golden era for triple a titles on it you know like we walked through when we saw the movie last night you step outside young dundas square yeah probably one of the most expensive ad buys the biggest screen in the square which is like four stories by like fucking like 50 meters or something yeah was just a permanent god of war ad Right. Not like a moving ad that showed gameplay. It was just like a motion poster for God, the new God of War game. Yeah. And it's been like that for like a week. The game came out on Friday. Like the amount of money behind these big titles, they're essentially like summer blockbusters and the amount of money they're making. Games like Fortnite, all these games with microtransactions, you know, like the, it's, uh, I think that they're still, we're still in such early stages of this, but yeah. it, it finally does feel, I think we've mentioned it before when we've done VR episodes, like many, many episodes ago, but it, it, it definitely feels legit more than any previous VR that I've meddled with. Like I could see myself buying one yeah. if there are more titles like this game. Like, you know, the, the, I just, I don't know, just the nature of the way that I play games. I'm not so much interested in like the mini game type stuff. Right. uh, Or even like the game that we'll talk about for the You Gotta Love It. But at this point, I always kind of have like one, like a sports game or a shooter and then one like narrative driven game that I kind of, it's like reading a book. Like I like to just like, you know, digest it slowly and kind of revel in the amount of, you know, 
effort and creativity that's gone into sort of crafting this, like, an, you know, the uncharted games like that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I would definitely invest in VR if there are more titles like this, because it, that was the other thing that I don't think even, even some of the other games we've played didn't feel like they had a narrative that was this enticing, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like right out of the gates. You know, you do your your general training, like every game has, especially VR games, to get acquainted with the controls. But then, yeah. like, there's so much to look at, and all the objects you can interact with will like tell you a bit about the story. And they really, it's just very immersive. Yeah, there, there it seems like there's a lot of dialogue surrounding every piece. It was, it's, it's crafted in a way that there's much more behind it than meets the eye, as opposed to, I. Another great game that we talked about before, The Climb, amazing mm -hmm. game. Like we were playing it, we were blown away, like climbing yeah. up stuff and like looking <clears> down. And you're just like, this is so nuts. Like, but it all like, there's no anything. It's just yeah. like here's it's the just mountain, a mechanic. climb it. Yeah, which is great, amazing. It's almost like Wii Sports or something, but like to an extreme degree. But this is actually like a game. Yeah, you know, and we, uh, you've played Robo Recall and mm -hmm. Super Hot, I think. Uh, great shooters again like cool destroying robots whatever it's like amazing action very immersive but it, it all of it kind of feels like a proof of concept whereas mm -hmm. this game feels like a, a game. game yeah for sure and i mean when they drop like <laughs> a mass effect you know like a you pay $80 for like 200 hours of gameplay, like in like an immersive RPG environment, but they yeah. figure out a way to have a, uh, you know, mechanic. I think the biggest hurdle is going to be movement because mm -hmm. to the earlier point I was making, it is, it's such a crucial part of game. Like name a game off the top of your head that movement is not part of the game. Right since like the days of like a PC point and click maybe where you're just clicking where you want to go and it's like pre-rendered scenes, you know, like it ever since the eight bit days and side scrolling, that's just like, you know, everybody's trying to figure out new and revolutionary ways to do that. So until VR really conquer, like this game does a great job of doing it, but it kind of gets to cheat because you're, there's no gravity and you're in space until yeah. they figure out a way to convincingly and not disorientingly have you able to move around an environment while still having the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and honestly, I mean, maybe this already exists, but I feel like there's enough controls, enough buttons on the Oculus hand uh, controllers. Yeah. That I'm kind of surprised I haven't played a game that just has a simple like D-pad or joystick in combination with you know your look like you know how like so, you'd play a first person shooter and you'd use like w a yeah. a s d f or whatever and the so, mouse so the problem is moving while standing still moving in vr while standing still in real life yeah is what makes you ill right it's super disorienting so that's uh, like already out of the question there are games that do that mm -hmm. but most people not everybody some people will play like that no problem but most people will get sick while doing it there is a game however that is a kind of Mario 64 style game mm -hmm. that you use the D-pad to move around, but you have God, you have a God's eye view. So like each area, like, mm. you know, Mario 64 map, you are looking over it as your character is running around and you're controlling him with the D-pad and you can kind of like, 
you know, yeah. be like, hey, what's under there? Yeah. And then get the guy to go down there if there's something cool or whatever, which is, that's in itself is an interesting mechanic. But yeah, they haven't really solved the, because VR, generally speaking, 90% of the games, at least, maybe 99% of the games are first person view because it's VR. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what I mean. That's I, Somebody's going to have to figure that out because I think that that's just like a natural, that's what they should be trying to crack, how to do that without making people sick. Yeah, do we and get it, those giant Ready Player One style treadmills? Or? Well, I, I'll say this. The other thing is like, I felt that when I played Eve Valkyrie mm-hmm. for PS4 or PSVR, that was amazing because it was still immersive VR, but you're sitting down. Yeah, so, I mean... It's, so you're still using a controller to like fly around through space and it still feels very immersive because you can look all around. And I know that that's also kind of cheating because you're in a ship and, and we're talking about maybe games where it's just like you're an individual character yeah. that's like moving through an environment. Well, like we tried racing and that was yeah. pretty fucking good. Yeah, it's, ama- you it's can amazing. Like, you can like look in your rear view mirrors and stuff. It's pretty wild. Yeah, and if you're in like an open cockpit car or whatever you want to call it, like a, you know, like an old... Uh, like Shelby Cobra, ra- yeah, like an old Cobra, or like a yeah, you can like fully look around over like the roll bar, yeah. you know, like back, uh, yeah, it's sweet. Um, so we're definitely we're getting it's there. exciting, it's very exciting, and I definitely would once again recommend anybody that hasn't tried or hasn't had the opportunity to try VR still currently in here now in 2018, like they haven't. Uh, it's like, like, oh, last time I tried it was like five years ago and it wasn't wasn't any good. It's like But I would say I would also stress that you try a proper full VR setup headset. Like Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of people have tried the cell phone stuff and it's good. It's cool. Sorry, yeah, that's what I meant. Like but it has to be Try an Oculus Rift, try an HTC Vive, try yeah. a PSVR. PSVR is is great so far. I don't know that many titles have come out since they first dropped it. There's been like less buzz about it, but they really need I can't wait for the next generation of headsets. Like right. the, the full HD treatment mm-hmm. is going to be mind blowing. Because like you, when you're in the Oculus, you, you can still it's it's not pixelated per se, but like you can kind of see the space between pixels if mm-hmm. you know what I mean, right? Sometimes, yeah. Kind of, kind kind of. But like if it was full 4K in each eye, could you imagine how how wild would that that would be? Yeah, it'd be crazy. I think the other thing that is weird I, that we haven't seen more, I mean, I guess it's just the cost versus the amount, the audience you can reach is I remember there was that Avengers Age of Ultron VR experience. Oh, when you're in like the Avengers Tower or whatever? Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. For like a one-off thing. But like, can you imagine the movie that we saw last night if they had taken even just one of the battle scenes, but you could like be immersed in it. You're just like you, random Wakandan soldier oh. running like, Wah! and then you see, Oh like, man, it would be amazing. These guys zooming overhead. So cool. Just as like a little bonus feature or like a, what, you know, grab a spear and, and throw it at, uh, I don't know, random X guy. I don't want to say, <laughs> because if you haven't seen the movie, you know, I don't want to ruin, but they so go to Wakanda good. spoiler alert, but so good. Uh, uh yeah. Opposite end of the spectrum. Uh, no movement, zero movement whatsoever. Well, the, you gotta love it. You move your sword and shield. Yeah, but you can't. Your character doesn't move at all. You just glued to the spot. Like well, a f- you post. could walk. What are you talking about? Like if you stepped forward, it would step forward, and if you step back, it would step back. But no, I didn't even try that. Yeah, it so wasn't. You obvious want me to, to me. use my legs? 
How dare you? Well, we were just talking about how that's like discouraged in VR, like, you know, because of, for that reason, I didn't even like, anyway. Well, no, actually walking is fine in VR. It's the movement without moving your body that is an issue. But it doesn't matter because this this game didn't require you to move. Yeah. It was... uh, Blood on the Sand is the name of the game. It it, it sounds like Spartacus because there was a season of Spartacus called Spartacus Blood on the Sand. The TV show. Clearly inspired by a gladiatorial arena. Yeah. But with like orcs and skeletons and stuff. Rats. Yeah. I think they were giant rats. Oh, right. So you are a gladiator. The game, there's literally zero explanation. And it may may not be fair for us to pick on this game because I don't know when it was created, if it was like one of the first games ever made or if it was made by some guy in his basement. So like, I'm sorry, but it's horrible. (laughs) (laughs) You just start... And I'm looking around and I'm like, what am I supposed to do here? And I just keep looking around. I don't see anything. And then like in the background behind all these like ropes and cogs and stuff, I see text that says, hit this lever to start the game. And I'm like, where's the lever? (laughs) And I'm like still looking around. And then I look like behind me to my right and there's a lever and I grab my sword and I hit it and it takes me up into the arena, uh, like an elevator from like below the... Yeah. Yeah. And... I immediately bump with, again, zero explanation, but I have a sword and shield that I can bang together. So I keep doing that. But uh, he did do that uh, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Probably like a hundred times. He just kept banging the shield. I could hear it even though it wasn't coming through the speakers, just in the headphones. They're like, yeah, it's probably uh, piercing noise through this microphone. So I apologize for that. Uh, and then I'm just immediately bombarded by rat monsters that, like fall over at the, at the first t- touch of my sword, right? Yeah, make a weird noise. No okay. music. It didn't make you sick though. Like the That's game, true. the game itself, the like horribleness of it made me sick. But <laughs> but the like movement and VR aspect did not make me sick. It, Was there anything you loved about this game though? Oh yeah, I forgot that. That's what we were doing. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, I uh, like the concept. I was just about to say. It's a cop-out, but it's like the potential for something like this. I can envision the person making this. Like, you're in an elevator in VR, and you come up yeah. to the sand, and you know, but like, just based probably on production, like the, the val- you know, they probably didn't have the budget, but like, imagine what this would have been like if the sound, for example there was like a swelling crowd and then like yeah. you came up there and it was just like deafening. Like there was just like, yeah, just like, and there was like, you know, little NPCs or whatever, even if they were just like little dots, you yeah. know, like in the, in the crowd and Yelling you're just like and cheering, throwing s- vegetables, yeah. rotten vegetables, yeah. setting that, that atmosphere. Cause there's no music or anything like that. Really. This only sound was like the clanking of your sword and the, and the rats. Oh, and also graphically, I mean, again, I'm not like trying to, it could have been an indie game. Shades. Yeah, so. just like it, imagine this type of game with the fidelity of a of a lone echo, for example. You know, like it, so it would have been insane. The game itself kind of felt like one of those. Do you ever have a Nintendo and get like the fifty-two and one yeah. Nintendo cartridge, and yeah. then there'd be a bunch of games on there that you'd never heard of that would never have been sold in stores, but just somehow made it onto this cartridge, and you're yeah. like, "What's this game?" That's what this this is a VR equivalent yeah. of that essentially except I paid for it. But <laughs> but uh <laughs> just yeah, thinking about the potential of being 
a gladiator in an arena. Could you imagine if you were like facing up against a giant or something? Yeah, like or a David and Goliath and shit, or like people in like fucking, uh, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, chariots, like yeah. chariots with like the. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, if you and had, like if you. Oh. oh, I'm surprised no one's done that. Like a little. Uh, yeah. Not what? Well, not chariot. Jousting. There. Jousting. Could you imagine it? Because that's a game you could play seated. You're like yeah. on this horse, holding this like thing, trying to like angle it towards yeah, the guy. And your shield. You got your shield. Horse. You have it's to like, try to deflect. Uh, yeah. Upgrade your gear between tournaments. There could be different tournaments you're traveling around to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I don't really have a lot to say about this game, but well, there's not a lot to it. No, it's so basic. It's very hard but to. But I, I do appreciate that they did incorporate a ranged element. To yeah. the game where, like, because, w- so, uh, for anyone who hasn't tried VR, there's two controllers that go in both your hands and they're independent of one another. So, imagine if you had, like, a, a PlayStation controller or something and you split it in or half. Or just, like, Wiimotes. Like oh, a yeah. Wiimote, like a nunchuck. But without the cable. Right. I mean, that's yeah, kind of an important separate, aspect. Yeah. Your arms can move fully Completely. independent of one another. And so, one arm has a shield and the other hand has a sword. And so one interesting element to it, although it wasn't all that challenging, but it could have been, is that you are trying to block shots with your shield while, you know, giving out shots with your sword. And so the kind of juggling aspect of that, like, oh, this guy's throwing a thing at me. Let me block it with my shield while I'm parrying this other attack with my sword and then hitting the skeleton with it or something like. Right. Yeah. And there's archers. Yeah. Shooting and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's what it is. If it was free and I was new to VR, I might try it. Yeah. But like, I would not suggest paying for this. This felt definitely more like a proof of concept. Like yeah. trying to establish like, okay, well, we've done this. Now let's put it on Steam, but also let's like go back now knowing yeah. what we know and try to figure out a way to make this, to build on this. In all fairness, it was like maybe $3 at the most. So... That's probably right in the wheelhouse of what it should be if it's not free. And I and I, I, I agree. I feel like this was somebody's first go at, like, let me see if I can make a VR game. And then they did it. And that was it. Cool. Well, no need to... Shit on it anymore? Yeah, let's... Uh, take, take a huge VR dump on the game? Yeah. Um, that's going to be a thing that happens eventually. There's going to be some, some scatological games. Sm- well, no, I was thinking more like, s- yeah, grow. Anyway, what, let's not go down that path. Uh, yet, <laughs> yet. Oh, recommendations. Could you imagine you're just like right in the middle. You are one of the two girls with the one cup. No, in I, VR. <laughs> uh, that would be some, someone make that. If you're listening out there, somebody make that because it would be crazy crazy oh my God. vr would be uh disorienting and and almost nauseating in a whole different way uh yeah so <laughs> yeah R- recommendations for the week i'll let you go first no don't let me go first no no why because i haven't i don't have a recommendation yet i've been thinking a lot ever since i said recommendations i'm like oh what since our last recording i haven't done anything new I've just been too busy. I just, other than Infinity War. I'm trying to remember what mine was now. Oh, my recommendation is Batman Ninja. Oh, sweet. Oh, you watched it, eh? Yeah. It is 
crazy. It's got some pretty crazy reviews. Have you seen it? No. It it's like goes to a, a level of insanity that I didn't think was possible. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. Like you've seen anime before though, right? Like you know just watch it. Okay. I mean, that's yeah. all I can say is I I wasn't sure at times if I hated it or loved it, and that made me love it. <laughs> if if that makes any sense. I was like, what is happening here? And then they just kept escalating and escalating and escalating. And I was just like, oh, this is easily the greatest thing I've ever seen. So, Batman Ninja, eh? Yeah. Cool. All right. Also, it's animated. Like, think of the weirder sort of animatrix animation you've seen. No, it looks like the people that did like world records. No, but but there's like a point where it cuts halfway through and there's like a scene that's animated totally differently. And it okay. kind of it oh, so within the film, yeah. Who, who produced it? Is it Studio Four C? No, it can't be Studio Four C. I'm not sure, but like the entire credits is filled with Japanese people, which makes it seem legit. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Check it I out. I guess I'll do music. Uh, the new Y Oak album. Y Oak. We should do. You know what we should do? Mm-hmm. Not right now. Not for recommendations, but we should do a record store day recap episode. Oh, we will. That's the next one, I think. Okay, great. I'm glad that you have that planned out because yeah. I bought a lot of stuff and I've got. I was going to suggest we do it tonight. But oh yeah, no, there's not there's enough no time. time. There's no time. There's just uh, enough time get for a quick get, recap like, of the record store. Sean, oh, Sean's on tour though. I was going to say we could get a guest, special guest spot, returning guest from Sean Clark. I mean, maybe he'll be back. I'm sure. I could ask Deckel. Yeah, man. What? Yeah, cool. I'm down. I'm down for whatever, but there's definitely a lot came out and I feel, and we have a, a you gotta love it. Do we ever have a, you gotta love it? Do we? Ever? Yeah. It was more of an experience than it was an actual purchase. Oh yeah. You don't remember that? You yeah. don't remember the start to our day? I, I tried to wipe it from my memory. It wasn't good guys. Anyway, more, more on that, more on that next episode. Anyway, uh, the band is Y Oak W Y E space O A K like a synth, pop duo i guess kind of indie indie band okay. uh just released a new album a couple weeks ago called oh i don't even know it's called like the louder yeah, i'm gonna look it up so i don't fuck it up but uh it's really good that's we'll just queue up a song that there's like nothing more to it than that i've just been listening to it a lot the louder i call the faster it runs um great band okay i have obviously again never heard of this band <laughs> and know nope. nothing about it no no but mm. uh, yeah, we, we can all learn. It's, to a, get- it's an overpopulated space. No, not Canadian, American. But the, I, I don't know that kind of me- like in the, like indie rock that is like a heavily you know there's all the churches type bands. You know, there's a lot of stuff where it's been a while since I've heard somebody do it in a way where it's like, oh, cool. This is actually they're incorporating in a way that's like original, enjoyable to listen to, and isn't just sort of like pop that kind of goes in one ear and out the other, but I think they have nailed the balance because there's like really, I feel like there's a lot of nuance to it. Like it's, at times it's kind of dark. Right. Is, I don't know. It's good. It's good. I, we'll, we'll queue up a song and I'm going to trust can, you. You can because decide for yourself. You and I are very similar people. You have dragon blood. That's right. Yeah. All right. Thanks guys. Uh, talk to you next week.
Yeah.